Last week on Let's Talk Supply Chain, I was joined by Mark from Transmetrics, and we talked all about their amazing platform and what it is doing for their clients. We talked all about analyze, forecast, and optimize. We talked about how their platform can be used for asset positioning, for line haul, last mile, and maintenance planning. And so their solutions are making waves in supply chain right now. Don't forget that if you missed it, you can catch up on that episode over at letstalksupplychain.com forward slash podcast or anywhere that you subscribe to the show. And it was episode 219. Let's Talk Supply Chain is not your average supply chain podcast. We feature not just the top of the industry, but also diverse voices from within the community, new innovations, and the disruptors making waves in the industry. Don't listen to the same old, same old. Be sparked by new ideas and fresh perspectives only on Let's Talk Supply Chain. Throughput.ai puts industrial material flow on autopilot by leveraging existing enterprise data. Throughput's AI software predicts demand, reorients production capacity, reassigns warehouse space, and reorders materials optimally more than five times faster than leading contemporary solutions. So businesses minimize over-promising and under-delivering. Sign up for a free demo to see Throughput in action. Visit throughput.ai. Hello and welcome back to Let's Talk Supply Chain. This is a really, really big week. We've got so many amazing events happening and I cannot wait to see you at all of them. Go and follow our page, Let's Talk Supply Chain, on LinkedIn so that you can stay connected and get up to date on all of the events that we are going to be participating in. So today, I'm joined by a modern PR agency that's on a mission to help leaders take their companies to the next level. Can you guess who it is? Well, I will let you know after the question of the week. So the question was, who would be your dream brand to work for? We had a lot of amazing people commenting. Robert Gerritsen says, let's talk supply chain. I love that. Susan Walsh says, Formula One or an F1 team. CM says, Chanel. Ooh, I like that one too. And Timothy says Honda, Nike, United Airlines, Brooks Brothers, or the Pittsburgh Pirates. I would love to work for a sports team as well. Mariette says Midday Squares, Stanley Black and Decker, and Ikea. Those are all amazing responses. And thank you to everybody who joined us for the question of the week. We do ask this question every single Wednesday morning. So if you want to be featured on an upcoming episode, make sure to go and comment. So now back to today's podcast and which dynamic and creative business is joining me today? Well, it's Notably. Notably is a modern PR agency for high growth companies that want to scale quickly, raise serious capital, be acquired or go public. Combining traditional public relations with digital marketing and creative services, Notably's senior level team take pride in taking both B2C and B2B brands from unknown to notable. 
Today, Karen Warner, co-founder at Notably, joins me to chat all about the company, what they do and the different ways they can help your brand, as well as her long-standing career in PR, what's changed over the years, and what the future might bring when it comes to making your business stand out from the crowd. Before we dive in, let's find out a little bit more about Karen. Karen lives in the Northeast United States in Massachusetts. She studied at the University of Pennsylvania as well as Vassar College. Fun fact, she sang a cappella. Other than being recognized in the 30 Under 30 Rising Supply Chain Stars Recognition Program, she used her well-known interpersonal marketing and PR skills to service many clients in the supply chain industry. So welcome to the show, Karen. Thank you, Sarah. So happy to be here. I am so honored to have you here. I mean, I love talking about the power of marketing and about building brands, but I'm not sure if I've ever had a dedicated PR firm on the show before. And so, you know, I'm really excited about bringing a fresh perspective and some real insights to our listeners today. And, you know, if I'm going to talk to anyone about PR, I am definitely going to talk to you. You and I have had some amazing conversations. Your career has been amazing, and I can't wait to learn more from you. And, you know, most recently, PR has become really, really important to supply chain and B2B brands as well. So I think this is really timely and really excited to just dive in. So you've had an amazing PR career. So before we talk about Notably, I want, I'd love to talk to you about your career and how you've gotten to where you are today. So take us back to the beginning. What has your journey looked like and how and why did you come to found Notably? Well, thank you for the opportunity to share, Sarah. I, I don't want to go back too far because it's a long way back. But I do want to say that I started actually uh, after graduate school, I started as a marketer. I have a degree in marketing from the Wharton School. And so I'm a trained marketer. And I started uh, with American Express in New York as my first job hmm. out of graduate school and then uh, moved to the West Coast. And I really needed a job, um, needed to pay the, the rent. And at the time, there were no advertising jobs available. And so they said, go talk to this PR firm down the way. And I walked in and I knew really very little about PR. And uh, the gentleman there was kind enough to hire me, even though I didn't really know anything. And uh, he was a a great mentor. Um, I used to go home every night and say to my husband, I don't know what I'm doing. And he'd say, fake it till you make it. You'll figure it out. And lo and behold, I I really did. And I I just loved it because I loved how many things PR involves. Uh, And I can get into that at some point. But at any rate, after that, I moved back to the West Coast, uh, to the East Coast from the West Coast and started my PR journey, uh, working for a couple of Uh, PR firms and worked uh, to start a PR firm for a company that uh, is now known as Mullen Lowe, which is now a global uh, advertising PR firm. I actually started the PR division from scratch, uh, built it to be one of the largest uh, divisions that they've ever had. And after 10 years, I went off to, to start another firm of my own called Warner Communications. Um, I did that and worked for a number of really great brands, helped build them from the ground up, and then sold it to a venture capital firm, and about a year ago started Notably. 
Amazing. I love that story. I always like to hear, you know, where you started from. And it's amazing to hear that somebody took a chance on you, right? Mm -hmm. I think that is what makes a lot of difference in a lot of people's career um, in a variety of different industries is when somebody really takes you know, a chance on you and you have a chance to really show what you're made of. And so I'm so glad that you shared that with us. So let's then talk about notably, what exactly do you do? How do you help your customers? So one of the things that I love to think about is um, how to help companies succeed. And that really was the vision behind Notably. There's a lot of PR firms in the world. You know, why another one and why another one in the middle of a pandemic, which was when we decided to to launch. And so really the answer was, I thought that there was an opportunity to really help brands, not just promote themselves, um, be known, but scale dramatically. And that's what Notably is really all about. If you're a firm that wants to take your firm to the next level, you know, isn't just happy with the status quo, wants to go from seed round to D round, you know, we're the firm that will help you do it. And so that was our, and still is our claim to fame and something that we absolutely are passionate about because, you know, I'm an entrepreneur, the people that work with me are entrepreneurs and you need that kind of entrepreneurial mindset to do the kind of work we do. And that is to get under the skin of the, the company that you're working with, really understand their pain points their customers' pain points, and tell a story that will be interesting and newsworthy and give them the kind of attention that will help them break through the clutter. And that's what we do. Yeah. And it makes a huge impact. Uh, sometimes we don't realize how much of an impact, but PR really makes a huge impact. And when you think about it, you know, you see people being quoted in different magazines and articles and newspapers and things like that. But when you peel back the layers and you think about the people that actually write those articles or, you know, um, put together those TV segments, they have a lot of people coming at them at a, every single day, right? With different stories and different ways of spinning things and talking about things. Sometimes it's a matter of what's happening right now in the world you know, about getting, getting onto maybe a TV show or onto the news for a segment and things like that. And so having somebody in your corner like you is going to make it so much easier and better because you know what they're looking for. You know how to get through that clutter because it's not just about sending an email, right? Absolutely. And I think that's what we're so proud of. And that's honestly uh, what keeps me going and, and the, the thrill of the hunt, if you will, and the thrill of being able to get my clients in the news. And it's, you know, part of being a news junkie, which is what I am uh, in my spare time. I'm, I'm always reading the news and seeing what's being reported on. And so I love that. And I'm always thinking about, well, how do I make the connection for my clients? How do I make sure that they're part of that news or ahead of the news curve and really understanding what a journalist needs? You know, so many firms, I think, you know, they'll take what a client gives them and it's for the most part marketing speak. Mm -hmm. I don't really like yeah. to stop at that. I think that's just sort of scratching the surface and a lot of marketing really isn't newsworthy, frankly. It's important, but it's not going to get a story. So 
you know, my job is to say, that's really cool what you do, but how do we make that interesting and noteworthy and newsworthy? Which is how the term notably for our firm came to be because we want our clients to be notable. We want them to be part of the news cycle and add to the news cycle. And so first is sort of understanding what do our clients have to offer and how do we marry that to what's being talked about and how do we add another point of view that provides that aha, um, that's a little bit different and more insightful and gets it to be talked about and um, you know really give our clients the, the opportunity to tell their story in a way that educates and informs and enlightens. Yeah. And you nailed it on the head, right? There's a difference between marketing and there's a difference between, sorry, there's a difference between marketing and PR. And there's a difference between being newsworthy and, you know, putting some marketing out there. It's a huge difference. And sometimes people uh, intertwine the two and it's, it's just not right. Right. It's just not fair to the two professions. And, you know, you as uh, notably have, you offer a lot of creative services, right? And so why is that important to you that you support a full range of traditional PR services, but with like digital advertising and a host of creative services? Can you talk to us a little bit more about those creative services and why it's important to really offer a full scope of PR services to your customers? It's a great question. And really the answer is again, that we think as entrepreneurs. So I always think, Hey, if I were running the company, my client's company, what would I need? And I don't want to say, Hey, you need PR because we do PR. I want to have the whole arsenal of marketing tools available to say, you know what, Sarah, I think we really need a brand refresh. We need a, a webinar. We need some um, paid uh, promotional work. I don't want to have a siloed approach to what our clients need. We want to provide them what will help their business succeed. And so that's why we put together uh, an arsenal of services so that we can you know, say, here's what will help th- with this particular project or ongoing. And I think it's so important really to understand that You know, we think collaboratively as part of a larger marketing team. So whether that team is internal or external, we want to do what's going to move the needle. And that often means, you know, having a a team that can do more, but also understanding that um, we can help to, you know, further the story in, in a way that's not linear. So, for example, when we have a great story, say in Forbes, we want social media to use it. We want a webinar to take that topic and make it even more so. We want we may want to do some promotional um, webinars, banners, podcasts along that subject. So it's the kernel. We provide the kernel of the topic and the newsworthiness, and then it gets fanned out from there. And one other point is that you don't have to re-educate every team if you need those other services, because we will know right. your business. And we can then just bring in the other tactics without having to onboard and re-educate um, and go, you know, further, you know, with other teams. So we, we have it all consolidated. 
Yeah. And that's such a great point, right? I think it's important to note that when you have to re-educate a team, you really lose a lot of time. And so you want to be consistent in who you're working with. And, you know, I mentioned before that marketing and PR are very different, but then we also talk about how they go hand in hand and as well, which I think is a really, really important point in how that relationship is very powerful to move a brand forward and to make it the success that some of your clients are today. And, and we're going to talk about what your clients have experienced in working with you as well, because I think that that's super important to tell that story. But I want, also want to ask you, you know, what else makes Notably different? Because I know, like you've said yourself, working with a PR agency can be frustrating, right? Because you don't see the results necessarily right, right away. And, you know, in your experience, what is it that brands really, really want? It's a great question. I think the one thing that they want is uh, senior attention. You know, you don't want somebody learning the business as you're paying them. You want somebody who's seasoned, who's dealt with a lot of different issues, who know how to make things happen consistently um, at a high level. So I think, you know, certainly we bring that. I think also, you know, you want somebody that you can trust to give you the right advice. You know, um, I've been in many situations where a client would say, you know, I really think we should do this. I'm really excited about this. What do you think? And maybe some agencies will go along with that and say, yeah, great, sure. But if I don't believe it's the right thing, you're going to hear about it. I'm kind of, uh, you know, very honest and maybe to a fault because I, I'm passionate about having them succeed. I don't want to sugarcoat anything. I'm going to tell them the truth. And sometimes, you know, the truth will set you free. It's the difference between going down the wrong path or coming up and making that pivot or, you know, looking at something a little bit differently. But we're going to be honest. We'll give you our best thinking, our best strategic advice. But I guess, you know, it sounds corny, Sarah, but at the end of the day, it's about how hard you work and how much you yep. care. And I, yeah. I can only tell you that I and my team, I don't think anybody works harder or cares more about our clients than we do. Well, and that's what you need in a partner, right? And I think what else that sets you apart is that you're entrepreneurs at heart. Both yourself and your other co-founder, Carly Martinetti, built and sold your own companies to venture capital firms. I mean, it's really important to partner with people who have been there and done that and knows what it's all about, right? And also brings that entrepreneurial spirit to understanding a brand's needs. And, you know, so how does that translate for your customers? Do you have a bit of a story that you want to tell us of how you've really helped a brand from an entrepreneurial um, spirit to, to really get them to the success where they are today? Well, maybe one of the uh, stories is a supply chain uh, client of ours that's very near and dear to my heart, and that's Tealbook. Um, so I started uh, working with Tealbook uh, over a year ago and actually had known Stephanie Lapierre, the CEO prior to that, and just had given her some counsel and advice um, over the years, just as a colleague. And, you know, really related to her journey, uh, being a woman, being a, a leader, a woman in tech, particularly uh, in her case, but certainly a woman entrepreneur. We both have three daughters. There were a lot of sort of commonalities there. And I always mm -hmm. admired her and uh, wanted to help her achieve her dreams. 
And so, you know, we, we started uh, to announce their seed round, which was glorious, you know, to finally be able to, um, you know, put that line in the sand and announce the seed round. Um, and that was uh, December of uh, 19. And uh, then to move that forward now, we're, we're approaching a, a, a upcoming B round. Um, and along the way, wow. really helping them to get a lot of uh, attention in the media, to get thought leadership out there consistently, to really build their brand as a very important foundation for, for supply chain information. And that's, you know, that's been um, a great um, success story. And I'm really proud of it and, you know, proud of what Tealbook has, uh, has continued to do in terms of their growth and their success. And, happy to be a small part of that. Yeah. And I just think about all of the, everything that you bring to the table with your background, you know, selling your firm to a VC um, and everything that Tealbook and Stephanie have gone through, through their rounds from seed to B. And I just think about how just precious, you know, having you as a part of the team and being there for advice as well, I'm sure is just priceless. So let's talk a little bit about Warner Communications. You founded it back in 1997, which seems like a lifetime ago. So what has changed since then? How has PR changed and how does that inform your approach now with Notably? Because I think, you know, a lot of people or a lot of brands come to a PR form like yours to stay on top of trends. And that's, you know, really difficult now because things are like changing all the time. So talk to us a little bit about that. Well, when I started uh, Warner, gee, it was just the cusp of really the digital age. And I knew, I had said to my colleagues at the time, our profession is going to change fundamentally and radically. And if we don't mm -hmm. keep up with it, you know, we're going to be dinosaurs. And so, you know, being able to sort of spot the, that trend and to see how the profession was changing from print to digital and also just the news cycles, there's no end to the news cycle now. It's so fast. It's fast mm -hmm. and it's furious. And if you don't jump in on it, you're gone. You know, you, you miss it. It's like the Ferris wheel that goes round and round. If you're not there, you're not there. And so the pace is really amazing. It's exciting, but it's also, you know, a lot of work to keep up with. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I think what notably really brings is the sense of the news cycle is so fast that we have to get our clients to jump on opportunities. They have to be partners with us in that cause because we can't do it ourselves. We understand that, hey, you know, we'd say, Sarah, there's an opportunity with the Wall Street Journal. We need you to jump on a call with the reporter, you know, four o'clock today and let's make it happen. And the client needs to be with us on that because, you know, we create the opportunities, but the client has to provide the commentary. So it's a partnership, yeah. but it's a partnership that I think is, is wedded in the, the a joint mission to com combine forces to really be part of the news cycle and to be respectful of the news cycle and work with it and make it part of their mission as well as ours. Absolutely. And so I have a question. Why is it so important for B2B brands or maybe even specifically supply chain brands today to work with a company like Notably on their PR strategy? So, you know, there's probably more competition than ever in the supply chain realm, certainly in B2B. There's another company born every moment. 
and I think every company wants their you know day in the sun, and every company yeah. thinks that they're deserving of um, of news coverage, and I'm sure many of them are. What they need to understand is that they have to pick the right agency partner, um, one that really understands the industry, really understands their competitive set, understands the issues that are going on um, that they're dealing with, and can help their sales cycle as well. Um, case in point is, again, for Tealbook, when the pandemic hit, it was so important to, to find and source PPE. Um, there needed to be um, a lot of effort put in in changing from, let's say, Brooks Brothers making suits and ties to finding masks and gloves. And so, right. you know, we worked with Tealbook to actually create a newsworthy opportunity where they would provide free access for time to help companies find new suppliers in order to to get the, that important um, those important masks and gloves and garments and just being able to come up with that with them and for them um, has you know really built their pipeline particularly during that difficult time and so you need a partner that's going to help to think like um, an agency but also think like a business partner as well and so yeah. you know that's really why i think it's important to have both ends of the spectrum covered when mm -hmm. you're in, you know, B2B, it's not just enough to put your name out there. You've got to think, how is that going to help the world at large? How is that going to help your business and people find your business? Oh, it's so true. And I love that you put that so very, very well. So, you know, on that line of discussion, you said that you've worked with startups, you've worked with billion dollar brands. So do you have an ideal customer? Like if I'm sitting in the audience listening to this and really understanding that I need to partner with an agency like yours, what is an ideal client to you? And is it more of a mindset that you're looking for rather than a size of business? Sort of walk us through that. So as I mentioned, Sarah, I think the, the mindset has to be a great partnership and to challenge us. And to really, you know, build us into their marketing team. And that's one of the things we really love to do. Typically, we like to be on Slack with the marketing team. We like to be on a lot of the, the uh, company calls. We really like to be embedded as much as we can. We don't want to be the vendor. You know, we want to be part of that. So, you know, that I think is job one. Um, the other thing is really uh, to find um, a company that, wants to scale. And I had said that earlier, but it's really about that. If they're ambitious, if they want to go to that next level, if they want to try some things that may fail, um, they want to take some risks, we're the agency to help them do that. We're not a status quo agency. We're the, you know, think outside the box agency. As corny as that sounds, it has to happen in order to kind of get through to the next level. So we want somebody mm -hmm. who allows us to be creative, you know, will partner with us, allow us to be part of the team and, and look at us, I think, with the kind of um, respect that we give them um, for what we do and for what they do. And I think, you know, if you have those ingredients together, it's a winning combination. And, um, you know, we've been so lucky and so fortunate to find clients that are, fit that bill and are so wonderful to work with and inspire us. And that's a great feeling. Yeah. 
Absolutely. And that's what makes a good partnership, right? And so I'm so glad that we asked that question. And now this is one of my favorite questions. And I know you've talked about Tealbook um, in this interview a couple of times, but I'm sure you have a few more stories that you can share with us. So why don't you paint us a picture of how you've helped a customer? So what was the challenges that they came to you with? What were they maybe looking to achieve? And what was the impact of your services to their business? You know, that's like trying to find the, the child that you like the most. Um, <laughs> and I don't want to give away too many, you know, too many <laughs> stories out of school. But I will tell you that there have been times when um, customers have come to us and they're really in a difficult position. Um, they have had a product that was recalled. They've lost some key management really during the difficult times. You know, it's one thing when you're opportunistic and you think, oh, you know, let's just, you know, promote this thing and, and, you know, do what we can with it. But then there is the darker side of PR, Sarah, which I'm really, I'd like to talk about just a little bit because I do specialize in crisis communications. And I've done a lot of work in that area, whether that's, uh, as I said, a management situation or a customer uh, problem or a, a product recall or something that's just gone wrong. Um, a lot of companies kind of run from that or they jump in and they say the wrong things and do the wrong things and their, and their reputation truthfully is sometimes beyond repair. Um, so one of the things that I like to do with clients is to deal with a crisis and to be prepared for a crisis in a way that is truthful and is responsive and can really help them out of that situation and to help them understand that no matter really what it is with the right counsel and the right um, visibility and thoughtfulness, you can get out of just about any difficult situation. And it's amazing to me how even saying you're sorry or apologizing at the CEO level, as difficult as that may seem, can often mm -hmm. be a way around a problem and People are more forgiving than you would think. Hmm. Um, I've worked with you know retail organizations and, and you know too many to mention where it is a um, you know it, it seems like all is lost, but at the end of the day, it actually turns out to be a blessing in disguise because it brings attention to what the brand is all about, and if they stay hmm. true to what they really stand for any of sort of the bumps along the way, and it doesn't have to be as dramatic as what I'm painting, but any of the bumps along the way can actually turn into an opportunity to tell really what their core values are and lead more prospects, if you can believe that, more prospects to their door because they can show their tenacity, their truthfulness, and their ability to handle difficulties. And you know what? People mm -hmm. want to work with companies like that. It's okay if there's a problem, it's how you handle it. And so I think that's an important sort of element of PR that's often overlooked that I just wanted to share. And I'm so glad that you did. I mean, there's a lot of consumers. There's a lot of companies that want to work with other companies that are authentic mm -hmm. and that are vulnerable. And I think we're coming to the realization as a society that nobody is perfect and, you know, I think we have to create room for those kinds of conversations. And it's those companies that rise up in that moment that can partner with somebody like a notably 
to create those spaces, to have those conversations, to say, hey, we're not perfect. This is what happened, but this is how we are going to make it better or solve it or make an even bigger impact. And, you know, I'm so glad you brought that up because we don't talk about that enough, mm-hmm. but there are enough things that we do in the, in the public as organizations, you know, that we do run into some trouble, you know, from a, from a publicity standpoint. Mm-hmm. And it's good to know that there are partners like you that know what you're doing and that can help them in that moment as well, because we don't hear about it very often, but we definitely want to make sure that we're handling that type of situation carefully. So I'm so glad that you brought that up. And just one other point on that, just to close on that, just to say that the reason you don't hear about it, if, if a PR person often does the job well, their job is to not have it be a cause celeb and to actually ah. actually keep it out of the media. There are times when you have to you know, be more proactive, but there are times when it can just be mitigated. That is a great, great, great point. So I want to talk about the future in our next couple of questions. So how do you think PR and marketing is going to continue to evolve over the next few years? Because you've seen more than a few changes since your career began. I think we can all agree that digital marketing is going to grow. I talk a lot about the power of brand. Do you have any other predictions? What do you see for the future of PR and marketing? And especially when it comes to B2B brands and supply chain brands, really looking to get out there and, you know, differentiate themselves in the market? You know, some things still stay the same. And I think the, what's going to happen in the future is what's important now, but probably more so. And that is um, trust and credibility in third party earned media. So, yeah. you know, I think there will continue to be a prolifer- proliferation of paid opportunities but you know what? I think people see that, you know, it has some value, of course. Um, but at the end of the day, you won't be able to buy a Wall Street Journal, a Forbes, a Fortune, a, you know, Good Morning America kind of a, a story. And I think that as paid opportunities proliferate, and there's certainly a place for that, and they're important because you can control every word, that's great. But there will be an increased focus on those powerful media that have the trust and the credibility and the clout that people really want. And so I think there's going to be more and more supply chain companies looking for those stories in those higher level media, um, not just, you know, globally for sure, you know, whether that's the Globe and Mail or whether that's the Wall Street Journal or whether that's the Guardian, they're going to want those kinds of important stories that tell who they are in a broader way, in a more impactful way. And that will fuel not only sales, but investors, um, their Mm -hmm. customers. It's going to be really the wind beneath their wings for everything else that they do in marketing. And so I think there will be an increased focus on that kind of third-party editorial endorsement, which we earn, we cannot buy. And we really work to earn it. Yeah, yeah, it's not easy to get in there. I um I was contacted by New York Magazine, so I was in I was quoted in yes, New York Magazine. Yes, I saw that on LinkedIn. Ago. Congratulations. And 
Thank you. And they had actually reached out to me, but I know that for particular brands that it's, you know, it's not that easy and you've got to curate a, a story around it and a reason why they need to look at you as, as a particular expert in that field. So finally then, what does the future hold for Notably? What's next for you? Well, I'm actually very excited to tell you, I haven't really announced this, but I thought I'd save it for this um, opportunity is you know, in anticipation of some of our clients becoming global, um, we actually have just joined forces with a global um, agency and they've selected us as their partner so that when our clients want to have a relationship, let's say a PR um, effort, let's say in, in Germany or South Africa or Italy, we now have the global capabilities to make sure that their story is told in those markets. And I'm so excited because, you know, we're only about a year old and already we're global and we can take our strategy and we can take our abilities to get a great story and work with our now global partners and help to get our stories and our client stories told everywhere. So I'm, I'm super excited about that. Amazing. Congratulations. That is huge news. I mean, if like you said, you've only been around a year and for you to be able to expand globally, I mean, it also makes a lot of sense, right? Because you're you're representing B2B brands, you're representing a lot of supply chain brands as well. And supply chain brands really are global. Supply chain is a global industry to be in. And so it's important that we touch all corners of the globe and also understand what's happening around the world as well. So congratulations on that. I'm so excited that you have decided to um, mention that on this episode because we always love sharing new and amazing news, especially for powerhouse women in, in, uh, PR and marketing and supply chain. And so what an amazing woman and what an amazing career and what an amazing business. I know a lot of my listeners are going to be picking up the phone after that, wanting to know how Notably can help because your approach, your ethos and the insane experience and knowledge base in your team is really second to none. So I'm really looking forward to see what brands Notably are going to help launch next. And a big thank you to Karen for joining us today. I'm so glad you were able to come on the show. Oh, it's a pleasure, Sarah. Thank you for having me. This episode was produced in collaboration with Border Buddy, the most innovative online customs platform out there. And here is what Graham, the founder of Border Buddy, has to say. More and more companies are looking to expand their reach into global markets, but most don't know where to start or don't have the time to figure it out. Border Buddy sees the struggle and has found a way for you to integrate customs into your e-commerce site, allowing you peace of mind when selling to customers in other countries. Your customers will know exactly how much the costs are to import their order from you to their door in real time. And just imagine what that will do for your business and your sales. Visit us and sign up for 10% off your first clearance at borderbuddy.com slash let's talk supply chain. If you'd like to hear more from us, we have plenty more podcasts for you featuring the best and the brightest in the industry. So head over to letstalksupplychain.com forward slash podcast to check out the latest. Plus, if you're having a challenge in supply chain, 
we have most likely had that solution on this show. So go to the podcast page and put in your challenge into the category filter, and we will show you the episodes, the solutions, the brands that you need to check out to help with that challenge. And remember to come back next week where I'll be talking with Anvil all about their amazing platform and how they are helping their customers. If you enjoy our podcast, there's a few ways to support the show. You can follow us, follow us on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. We also have TikTok and we are on Clubhouse. You can subscribe to our YouTube channel, Let's Talk Supply Chain, and you can go to letstalksupplychain.com and subscribe to our newsletter. You can also find some really cool merch and purchase our exclusive supply chain dictionary in our shop at letstalksupplychain.com forward slash shop. And remember, if you want to be featured on an upcoming episode, you can do that with the question of the week. But you can also go to Apple Podcasts and rate and review the show. Have a great week, everyone. Thanks for listening. And remember, ship happens.